Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of 7 Minutes or Less. This is your host Ben. Russell Westbrook to the Knicks. That's the chatter right now on every single media station you tune into. It's nauseating. I'm sick and tired of these nobodies talking about my Knicks. I mean, people who know nothing, like Ryan Hollins is now chiming in. They don't know anything about the Knicks. These guys are just looking at ticket sales and which free agents are going to come here and give me a break. Seriously, like these quick fixes, this is this is exactly what the problem is with this team the last 20 years. It's all about the big names. Stefan Marbury is going to come in here and he's going to change everything. Amari Stoudemire on one knee is going to fix this franchise. I mean, it's a joke. And let me just dispel this myth about... James Dolan scaring away free agents once and for all. The New York Rangers in hockey get free agents. They get the top guys. They got one this year. Uh, The name escapes me, but this isn't a hockey podcast, so forgive me. Just use Google if you want to find out who it is. Because free agents were coming to the Knicks before Dolan was the owner of the team. It's the media. It's the New York media. It's the Frank Isolas of the world who people like players don't want to deal with that kind of pressure. And Russell Westbrook is a super sensitive guy. He's not going to want to He's you thought Durant was sensitive? This guy like can't handle the media talking to him. He he gives them attitude. He he's not going to survive here. But it's not even about that. You know, I was going to say that what was the next big signing in the 90s? Allen Houston, who was a good player, all-star. Um, but when they signed him, he wasn't a highly touted free agent. It wasn't like a marquee free agent like a Reggie Miller, who was always rumored to be um, interested, but that never ended up happening. None of those big guys like Barkley and Peyton, when they were free agents, everyone was saying, oh, the Knicks are going to get these guys. And they, they ended up with Chris Childs, who, let's be honest, you know, he was a fan favorite because of his moxie and his attitude. Um, you know, He was one of the, the hard boys, the rough riders. But... Come on. He was a scrub. He couldn't even beat out Charlie Ward. I think he like actually asked to be a backup because he just didn't want the challenge of being great. So that was just, you know, I don't want to go back down that road because it just depresses me. But we never got free agents, okay? The one time someone wanted to come to New York was Carmelo Anthony, who we just heard from Chauncey Billups's video yesterday that... Um, Melo just loved, he just cared more about scoring 30 points than he did about winning. And that's, that, you didn't need to tell me that, that was obvious, but the fact that he um, made Dolan trade the entire team and all these assets, as one of them turned out to be Jamal Murray, by the way, for, you know, they could, he could have just went there at the, the off season. They could have kept Gallinari and Wilson Chandler and all that, but no, Melo was only cared about Melo, okay? And then when he re-signed with the Knicks later under Phil Jackson, which was another mistake, he had the no-trade clause, and he held it over their head constantly. It was just disaster after disaster. Russell Westbrook does not win, okay? Yeah, he makes the playoffs every year in the West, which is fine, but he's not going to take us past a you know fifth or sixth seed, I think, in the East. Maybe, maybe even a fourth seed, but... Is he getting out of the first round? Maybe. Maybe in the East. I just don't see it. 
Now you might say, oh, but Julius Randle, what is he going to do? He's not going to take us past the first round. Julius Randle is 24 years old. As far as I'm concerned, he's an upside signing. Okay, we don't know what he can do in the Eastern Conference. We don't know what he can do, but he's growing with these young guys. Alfred Payton, Bobby Portis, 24, 23 years old. These guys are young guys that are going to develop with our other young players. They're more or less around the same age. Those are the kind of signings you want to see. Now, we're trying to change the culture here. Do I think Russell Westbrook would be a good culture guy? Yeah, he works hard. He doesn't have the highest IQ, and he works hard to a fault. But that's not enough for me to pay a guy $47 million a year, you know, until he's 34 years old and he's had problems with, with his knees. And the way he plays, you know he's going to start breaking down. You just know it. And I, when the last podcast I did, about, I did about Westbrook talked about his chasing stats and all that. So you can listen to that if you want to get into those points. But if you think that you get a guy like Westbrook and now it changes the, it changes the free agent um, mood of you know players who want to come in and now they're they're not now they'd be interested because they see a guy who who's a big name who wants to play for the Knicks. Did Carmelo Anthony get any free agents here? He he didn't even want to make calls. But even if he did, Phil Jackson, big name, couldn't get LaMarcus Aldridge, who's a B-lister. He's not an A-lister, but he, he's a fringe all-star. A guy like that couldn't even give us a meeting. You think Russell Westbrook, who chased away Paul George and, and Kevin Durant out of town, you think he's going to draw free agents? People don't like playing with him. You know? And... We resisted Jimmy Butler and all these guys. Signing Westbrook, trading for Westbrook, giving up an asset even, would be a joke. I wouldn't trade expiring contract. I wouldn't trade um, Taj Gibson and all these other guys for Westbrook. I want to keep that cap flexibility open so that next year we can go after, or the year after, we can go after someone if they become available. What the Knicks need to be doing is looking for trades to... In, at the end of the season where they're absorbing a bad contract you know, on a one- or two-year deal and they're getting picks back, or even better, in my opinion, staying competitive, um, teaching these guys how to you know, build a co- The way the Nets did it. You stay competitive, but you keep it young, keep a young core. And then eventually, if a free agent comes, they come. If Giannis is going to come, fine, he'll come. But we can't think like that. We've got burned by LeBron. We got burned by Durant, which I'm happy about with Durant, but... Who are, what do we have to do? What do we have to do to get these guys? And I, I'm telling you, what we have to do is keep building these young guys. And then hopefully when a Devin Booker or a Towns or all these guys today, we see that they're, they, they're not shy about asking for trades, even if they have a few years left on their deals. They're going to ask for trades. If they don't start winning, those guys are going to be like, trade me. Bradley Beal is not going to just languish in... Washington without Wall uh, on a crappy team without a without a GM, I mean he's going to ask out. He's wasting his prime years, and he's still young enough where he fits the mold with the Knicks. So that's those are the guys who you you, you trade assets for, or not even trade assets. You trade maybe you know uh, a Dennis Smith Jr. and a, and a you know a late a lottery protected first round pick and a filler like whatever uh, Bobby Portis or Alfred Payton for a Bradley Beal, something like that. Those are the things that will become available.